to season two, episode one of the Mystery Stone podcast. I am your host, co-host MC CJ, here with that man himself. The man himself, Mike. What's up, everybody? Season two coming at you. How you guys doing? It's been a long time. <laughs> hey, you guys asked for it, and here we are. We are, we are here to deliver. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, so it's interesting. Um, so we, we hadn't really decided to do this in like a long time and you know we, we after season one we kind of kind of split for a little bit and life kind of took hold for a while and um, we had some a lot of people reaching out throughout time you know like asking certain questions and like kind of being interactive with us and things like that and at the same time that was actually around the same time that me and cj here reconnected through talking because like i'd said like Life took us away from each other, you know, between work and all the chaos that we were dealing with in our lives. And I, and synchronistically, um, the same time we are getting those messages, um, we linked up again and we were like, hey, you know, like, I've been kind of thinking about this Mystery Stone podcast. And he was like, yeah, I've been kind of thinking of it too. And we were just like, all right, well, between everything converging at the same moment, the single point, we are like, all right, well, m- maybe we should possibly consider doing another season. So we, uh, we decided... Here we are. We're doing another season, and uh, we we we, st- we tried doing it once. We, we we did a couple episodes, including you know the um, one that revolved around the theme of what we're doing now. But you know, some more time passed, some more things happened, and we just decided to actually kind of re-record it and kind of give a more clear update as to how things have been, and then go from there. Yeah, so it's a uh, interesting reuniting in terms of the show. Yeah, yeah, like, and it was kind of in- what else is interesting? Like like you said, we we'd already recorded this episode you know, however many months ago now. And, um, you know, like, it was had to be like almost a year ago at this point. Yeah. Cause I think like you said, like the last podcast that we had done, I think for season one ended around, um, like early summer of 2022, right? You said around like early summer. Yeah. A little closer to Mike. Yeah. You, you, you said, you said we last recorded around early summer, 2022, right? Yeah. Like last year. That's kind of like the last time we recorded an episode. Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, it's been a while. And then like what we were saying, maybe about like, what, like four or five months ago, we started doing it again and then things happen and here we are redoing the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we've even talked about doing some like new stuff too, like, like live shows on Twitch possibly. And Mm -hmm. that's not out the window. We still like that idea. We're just not sure how we're going to implement that just cause like, you know, our, in, in general, like our work lives and our work schedules and our personal lives and stuff, they, don't exactly synchronize super great no they're not the greatest (laughs) no (laughs) yeah yeah and 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 also it's a matter of like keeping the episodes like fluid and smooth and you know like you know like making sure the episodes themselves are maintain some type of quality and entertainment at the same time you know like maybe twitch could be used or live shows can be used for questions and answers if you guys are ever interested in that possibly down the road or just having like a QA episode you know you guys can pop in at a certain scheduled time and we can just hang out together and we'll be on I'll we'll be on camera and just ideas we've, we've thought about in the past and you know just throwing out there to you guys you know not saying it will it will or won't happen anytime soon but it's 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 an idea that's kind of percolating in the mind and uh yeah so i don't know it's uh but i, I really do appreciate the um people reaching out um and like you know i've told people multiple times like even my time my time is very 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 limited i'm a very very busy person i have a lot of hobbies between work and my own stuff going on and being outside and summers here and 
So I do really appreciate the people reaching out to me and, and messaging me and messaging us, whether it's CJ or me. And I do make an effort to get back to every single person, no matter how long it takes. So if there's any delay, you know, sorry for that. But I really do appreciate uh, the people reaching out a lot. And um, I, and, and any, any suggestions that those people have, we write down, we take into consideration. And uh, definitely will get implement, implemented into future episodes. So, yeah, I just had a quick say that here in the beginning that, you know, all the people reaching out, like, it's, it's not for nothing, you know. And, and regardless of how late the replies are, they're still in the conscious mind. It's just, you know, life is, for us, just crazy. It's just crazy. <laughs> we almost kind of wish you guys could get a little, like, view as to all the stuff we do or what's going on or just how, how many crazy things we run into you know throughout life but um it is what it is so anyway here we are i do appreciate everybody who's continued to interact with the facebook group and everybody who's been joining the facebook group i think we have the most active facebook group for a podcast that hasn't had an upload and i can't tell you how long <laughs> yeah it's pretty awesome i mean you guys are keeping the fire burning even when we're not you know providing the kindling so yeah it's uh it's really cool yeah appreciate yeah that. And, like, and all that interaction is wonderful and then uh, before we actually i want to address the interactions before we really get into, but like before we do that though, um, upload scheduling. I know in the past, uh, longtime listeners, you know, you guys got an episode a week from us. Unfortunately, that's not going to be the case this time. We don't, we don't have the time commitment like that. Um, my, me personally, um, we'll get into our life stories and stuff then to really like fill you guys in. Uh, but just the way my life is going right now, and I have a second project coming out as well. Um, that, uh, you know, between Mike's schedule and I, we just, we're going to record when we can and upload when we can for you guys, whether that's like once a week, once every two weeks, maybe it'll only be like an episode or two a month, but we're, we're going to keep putting out content. It's just not going to be as fluid. Yeah. And it's not even because we don't have the passion for it. Like I honestly wish I could do this and everything else I'm doing in life in terms of hobbies and passions, like all day, every day. But, um, like as you, as you guys will find out, like CJ said through all that we're going to explain in this update video, uh, update podcast, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's a matter of, we want to keep the quality as best as possible, keep the, keep the research to keep our added knowledge, you know, as consistent as possible. And we don't just want to like fly through ideas and topics and things like that, just to keep a, just to keep a consistent schedule. You know, like I know a lot of people do that and they feel the burden or stress of maintaining like this constant like workload. And we, we, we just want, we just want to make it good for us and good for you guys. And, and I hope that you guys understand that and appreciate that and, and just, just do the best we can. And. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, just keep going as, mm -hmm. as much as we can. So yeah. yeah, and everybody you know in between who's reached out and talked to us and our listeners, we have a couple in Australia, and I apologize because your names escaped me. We we talked so long ago at this point, you know, asking like uh, when, when we were going to re-record, and someone reached out and told us they miss our voices, and oh, I you know, that. oh man, it was great. You know, we miss your ears too. We do miss your ears. We the, miss your presence as well. beautiful ears. Nice your, earlobes. Your wonderful souls. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, with all the reaching out and everything, we, we kind of want to talk a little bit about, you know, the things that we've been asked. Um, I know recently Mike's gotten some questions from a, from a listener, and I've even gotten some of the same, and everybody seems to be very focused on the magic aspect of the show and the end where... You know, I want to call it meta the metaphysical, the esoteric, but you know, for all intensive purposes, um, witchcraft. Yeah, you see, witchcraft is a a very common topic that a lot of people uh, are into today, and it's interesting because, like, 
though our show uh, one aspect of it is heavily involving magic and things like that like it's 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 such a wide expansive show that we want to do in various topics that like magic kind of sometimes gets thrown to the side off and on but it's still incorporated off and on through you know everything we talk about but you know one thing like cj had said like and i just said involving witchcraft is like i i personally me at least you know i was mentioning this to uh someone who reached out recently you know like i personally never have really gotten too much into witchcraft per se i know that witchcraft you know deals with a lot of the same basic philosophies of occultism and metaphysics and how it works and the interactions like i know it's around the same ballpark in terms of foundational knowledge but like in terms of practice and in terms of tools used you know in, in terms of like the aims and the end goals and things along those lines i've personally never been drawn to it too much i was in high school I was drawn to paganism and, and uh, gardenerian witchcraft and things like that, or Wicca, a lot of the things that people are into today. And uh, but that was just kind of like the, that. That was kind of like the kindling for me. It didn't really take off in terms of a life path. Well, you know, like I, I primarily deal with high magic and initiatory paths and, and delving into the nature of reality and mysticism. Those are like my key areas of life. And I'm very interested in witchcraft. I'm very interested in everything that that, that goes around the, the spokes of that wheel. It's just um, like those are what I specialize in in terms of practice, like practical aspects beyond the theoretical, and like even ex ex like and just having a lot of experience with it too. Definitely not as much as a lot of people do, but like it's been a, it's been an, an, act, an active part of my life for about a decade now. So it's like those are the main things. It's like high magic, initiation paths, shamanic things, um, inner journey and shadow work, Jungian psychology and mysticism are probably, and the depths and the nature of reality and metaphysics. Those are, uh, those are probably the primary things I personally specialize in. But, you know, I know CJ has a history of witchcraft a lot more than I do. Oh, and yeah. That's yeah, where yeah. he brings his stuff in. Yeah, in, in practice, I do more of the spell work and, um, yeah. you know, the elemental work. and mm -hmm. But... The thing is, is like, even though entering into the world of metaphysics and the esoteric, I started very heavily in, in the aspects of witchcraft. And like to this day, I even still observe some of it. Um, I'm, I, I practice less, uh, and I found myself turning into more towards kind of like what you said, like more of the high, high end. You yeah, know. like mysticism too, right? Yeah, yeah you start, more yeah. more phil philosophical thought and deep thought and searching for the higher truth. So trying to attain the higher self at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and there's nothing wrong with witchcraft and magic. It's a form of attainment. Yeah. But the things that I'm trying to attain myself right now don't necessarily involve witchcraft as much. You yeah, know, that's, and, and that's yeah. not to say like I don't do it. And it's not to say that I don't read it, you know, or study the things. I have books and books and books. Yeah. You know, I got <laughs> yep, books likewise. on books. Yep, I got so many books that like I give them away occasionally. Mm -hmm. You know, especially like if it's stuff that I've already been through, stuff that I already know. Um, and I haven't had time to really work on it recently, but I have been studying uh, the Quaria system, which uh, Mike actually introduced me to uh, yeah. by uh, Josephine McCarthy. Yeah, and that's actually something I was going to bring up a little bit later in the podcast because I was doing that that course for a long time. But um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll explain and I'll go I'll go in later when we're talking about the things that have changed and like our updates in terms of life. You know, like what whatever happened with that path. You know, and um, but yeah, that that's like quarry is a, a great initiation path for sure, and it's it's one I've warred with going on uh, next to uh, initiation into hermetics by Franz Barden as well. So it's a 
anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that um, um later. But yeah, it's it, but I, I do I would do I would love to. I don't think we really ever focused too much on witchcraft in the past, but it's definitely a topic that is gonna be dealt with for sure this season. And it's definitely a topic that's important and it's foundational, especially when you go to the roots of it and even up to modern day Gardnerian witchcraft and just the origins and roots. And like like CJ was saying, it really all depends on like. And like I, like I had mentioned to certain people who reached out, like, like, cause a lot of people are just drawn to witchcraft because it's, it's in the, it's in the, uh, it's become a really popular thing in the mainstream in a certain sense. Like Wicca became really big, witchcraft became really big, you know, herbs, things like that, crystals. And like a lot of people see that at first sight, almost kind of like the Catholic church when people want to find a religion. It's like right there. It's, it's, it's very common. You can find it on every corner. And it's it's one of the most mainstream aspects of magic is is modern day witchcraft, which is so many area there's so many branches, so many purposes. And also it's like it's really about who it's 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 really about what you want out of the whole path of magic. Like it's really want like how how do you want to deal with yourself? Do you want yourself to be the focus of magic? Do you want your life or like things you attain in life to be the focus? Are you are about material objects? Are you about spiritual things? Are you about both? Are you about like higher knowledge of reality? Like, like it really depends on like so many, like magic is just like fire. It's just like, it's just like anything. You, you can use it for so many different purposes, you know what I mean? And, and it could be beneficial or it can be dangerous, you know, it's just, it's just a mode. It's just a technology. So it really depends on on uh, what area in life you're drawn to, depending on like what path you'll be taking. But yeah, no, witchcraft will definitely be a topic we'll be speaking about in the future. So please stay tuned because it's definitely something I even have to uh, fill in some colors. You know, of the structure I already understand of it, and uh, it would be a great episode for myself and everybody. So if anybody's heard the babbling in the background, that's that's my son. He's he's <laughs> autistic and I've had a hard time convincing him that being quiet's a good plan today. <laughs> yeah, just being transparent. He's he's uh he's here with us. He's the uh he's he's the third podcaster. You'll you'll hear him off and on the distance. Yeah, I mean, he's just in he's in the background <laughs> chilling with his headphones right now. Um yeah, and hopefully my voice is coming through all right. I mean my microphone's been kind of yeah, no, you're an interesting okay. setup. You're, you're so. doing all right. So yeah. Anyways. Um, oh but yeah, so one actually uh the message that Mike received, uh, someone asked us for something specific. They they asked us for something called a baby witch tutorial. Yes. And uh, I, I, I understand where the question comes from. I'm not a big fan of the term baby witch. I feel like it's demeaning. Like, uh, yeah. in a way. Because, like, y- you look at it and you're looking at somebody who's introducing themselves to the world of, of metaphysics. And they're starting out in witchcraft. And you're not really, like, a baby. You know? You're an what would you call that? Like an initiate, right? Yeah, no, well, I just it's kind of like kind of like an apprentice in a sense, or kind of like someone yeah. who's learning because um because and that would be honestly where where, where I would be kind of I'd be kind of honestly in the area of apprentice, you know, like even though I've been practicing things for so long, I've never been able to go into like the crazier aspects of things. I understand them and I know the theories, I know the even the practices and like, but like you know, it takes so long to get to these these parts and um. So I can only provide what I know and what I've experienced and, and what I've what I've studied and learned. But like, yeah, it's it's uh in terms of the baby witch idea, like that that's what I'm saying. That like that is a really common terminology in this modern day age. Like, never has that really been a thing, you know. And and I understand where people are coming from, and they're coming from a good place. And um, I'm, and this has nothing to do with the meaning anybody. It feels or, humble or anything like when, that. The, when they use it. So like like the yeah. way that person used it. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it was it's, it was it's, humble. It's, it was very nice. It was very good. And 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 it's just a matter yeah. of like. As long as people know that witchcraft is not 
not the only path whatsoever involving magic or like using energy or whatever you want to use or attaining self-knowledge or universal knowledge or knowledge of your soul or higher perceptions or whatever you want to call like by any means witchcraft is not the only way and honestly a lot of a lot of witchcraft i kind of align with low magic because witchcraft a lot of the time deals with causes and effects on the material plane Whereas, like, a lot of high magic quote, and, like, I don't really like these terms, but we're using them because those are the mainstream terms, and it is what it is. And so, like, a lot of high magic deals with, like, inner development, spiritual development, inner world development, which alters your entire exterior world uh, reality and perception and things along those lines. So it's a drastically different path, and I think a lot of people who want to go into witchcraft, I think they're driven by power sometimes, or they're, or they're driven by ignorance in a certain sense, and I'm not saying that people are reaching out are. I'm saying... A lot of people might get misled by people who are looking for like to feel special or to feel like they have powers and I've fallen into this in the very beginning too. I'm not blaming anybody and yeah everyone wants to feel some type of ability or that they have some type of power. But a lot, a lot of times often people find out when they enter these things and once, once they start confronting certain aspects of their mind in the process they start shifting their path a little bit and that's what happened to me. I started getting into high magic quote unquote and all these other things I brought up. So yeah, it's and and uh, like I said, I would love to do an episode on witchcraft from the basics, the different types, the origins, the creators, the reasons, you know, like how it's evolved throughout time, the, the theories and the practices, and but we ju we just wanted to clarify those topics real quick in terms of how people present it because we don't want people to get led astray by like the the, the diluted aspects of magic that modern day occultism is bringing to the masses you know it's a lot more complex than that if someone's really serious about the work yeah i actually was reading something recently because there's been a resurgence of people practicing witchcraft and witchcraft seems to follow a pattern uh when economic times are very very good throughout history we see a lowered amount of practicing witchcraft when economic times become very difficult for people they turn back to the old ways um, because once again, mm -hmm. witchcraft is a method of attainment. It's also very mainstream by Hollywood. So when you're introduced to the concept of metaphysics and the esoteric, the first thing you're introduced to is witchcraft, even from a tiny age, you know, within Disney and stuff, uh, Snow White, had, the evil witch uses an apple to, to put her to bed. Yeah. It's used a lot of witches. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Witches and warlocks yeah, so and witchcraft. That, and, that's yeah. the first thing you're experienced to. Um, and so that's like what people turn to because. It's attainment, right? You're you're looking for a way to better your situation, which at the end of the day, when you're when you're looking at the metaphysical and you're looking at the high magic uh and, and you're upping your you and your and your spirituality and, and going through all that stuff, you are looking to better your situation. Just there's a physical plane and then on a spiritual plane that you're doing it on. Uh but to address like the whole baby witch thing, uh baby witch tutorials, I don't know I don't know if we could really do that because i mean we can do we can do tutorials we have done tutorials um but i wouldn't call anything that involves witchcraft a basic right i mean there's some stuff you can do that's not as difficult as other things are to do or as specific but i don't know if i would call anything basic if if you're getting into the world of witchcraft um or magic in general what i would suggest doing is a first learning how to meditate b learn how to ground yourself um, when you get those two things down, learn how to do shadow work. Shadow work is going to kind of tear you apart a little bit. Get ready to need a therapist. 
yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's going to be the most uncomfortable thing you ever done in your it can life. Be, yeah, it can be for sure. Yeah, because you have to admit to yourself, you know, not only and accept not only the things that have been done to you, but accept not necessarily be okay with, but you need to accept and forgive yourself for the things that you've done to other people. And then that's that's a very very foundational basic definition of shadow work. It's much deeper than that. Um, and then in the process of learning those three things, just start reading books. Look at things that that synchronize with you, things that make sense to you. Like the Buddha said, believe in nothing that doesn't make sense to you, even if I've said it myself. Um, and what I mean by that is, in a lot of the world of witchcraft, there's a lot of different things. Uh, so, uh, Wiccans believe in karma. A lot of witchcraft users don't believe in karma. Yeah, like Wiccans believe in what the the three threefold law. Threefold it law comes back three times as hard if you do something bad, right? Right, right. And it's not even necessarily something bad; it's something unwanted. So even if you're doing something good for somebody, if they don't acknowledge and give you permission to do so, it's seen as a negative, and it's returned to you threefold. So it's it's a very specific thing. You really need to look at that and figure out what makes sense to you. Do you align more with Gerald Gardner? Do you align more with old school witchcraft? Does Daniel Michael Craig make more sense to you? Um, start reading. Read, 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 read. Some people think that they need a circle of protection before they do their magical works. Um, some people believe that that's nonsense. Some people want to do the lesser banishing ritual, the pentagram. Other people don't. It's it really depends on what makes sense to you. So if you are the quote-unquote baby witch, here's your tutorial. Go to Barnes & Noble, go to various websites, Amazon, find books, and read. And the entire time you're reading these books, learn to meditate, learn to ground, and when you get that done, start doing your shadow work. It's a whole process of purifying your body, physically and spiritually. Yeah, and another thing too is like to add on to that, just so you're not like missing anything that you've experienced, or even on your phone, like make a little notepad or anything, like some type of journaling. It doesn't have to be extensive. It could be a couple words. You can make it artistic. You can make it simplistic. You can make it plain. You can make it whatever. But like journaling is something that's extremely important. Even a lot of magicians or occultists will even say that the journal is the most important magical work of all, because you can analyze your soul, your being, and everything like that. And you constantly have a journal, like like noting knowing your 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 progress report in a sense and where you came from or where you are now and you can write down a lot of things that you normally would have forgot about yourself had it would like hadn't been for you writing them down and ingraining it more in your mind <clears throat> and that's like I, I think journaling is an essential thing as well and like, so, like cj said pretty much everything that i had done in the beginning like when i was in the beginning i was obsessed with magic for a long time and, and metaphysics and it all started with me just a lot of reflection a lot of thinking and i've always a full i was always a philosophical thinker so it, then it, then it came down to just re, like my whole room is just filled with books and books and books and like highlighted books like like marked up books like pages and like every single book i read and i'll take notes on certain books i really like or care about i have a bunch of journals i have a bunch of journals from different paths i've taken i, I i've 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 analyzed every path and, and figure out which one was right for me or which ones were right for me so if i had something done or completed at one point in my life I know exactly like where I would want to go next. And like a lot of thing too is like a lot of people who are interested in witchcraft want certain effects or want certain changes or want certain feelings in, in, in life. And ultimately, yeah, witchcraft, witchcraft can definitely bring that for you. And there's nothing wrong with it. And there's even a lot of paths in witchcraft that have nothing to do with anything we're talking about. Like I said, it's so expansive. And like we're not even trying to, I'm not trying to demean 
witchcraft at all i'm not trying to say it's under i'm not saying it's a beginner thing that's not like a lot of uh, there's a very advanced witchcraft out there too i'm just saying like what i like about high magic or delving into initiation paths and things like that is yes your exterior life will change dramatically in a, in a much better way down the line but the thing is you're you're creating an alchemical change in the interior of your body in your spiritual world you're creating a, you're creating that interior change through shadow work like cj said through journaling through delving into yourself and through breaking down those layers so you can become a more like you can have more self-knowledge so you understand the causes and effects that your actions has on the world your psyche and the people around you and if you never fix that inner spiritual world you never fix that inner journey you never fix that you never fix those little components in yourself that are creating the problems in your life that you're trying to fix through low magic or witchcraft or things along those lines if that's your intention then no matter what's going to happen down the line, it's still going to revert back to the same old things that you're trying to avoid because something in, like the things inside haven't been fixed or changed. Whether that be discipline, whether, whether that be willpower, whether that be anger, bitterness, whether that be projection, whether that be just any type of imbalance in the ego. And like if that ego is imbalanced, that's going to show up in your magic. That's going to show up in your effects. That's going to show up in your karma. That's going to show up in your path. That's going to show up in the quote-unquote law of attraction in that aspect and what's going to bring to you in life. So like that's what I really like about initiation paths is if someone really likes personal development, interchange, alchemy, and wants to subsequently better their life in a more genuine, productive, and I'd say like divine way in terms of accordance with natural law. I um that's what I suggest, and that's why I'm personally drawn to it. That's just me, and I could be completely ignorant, but uh, you know, throughout my whole path and and everything I've I've studied and been through and. Those are my conclusions, is without fixing the inner, you'll never change the outer permanently. And um, yeah, that's just a quick little thing on that well, also topic. Also, if you don't fix the inner and you want to practice witchcraft, it can dramatically affect the outcomes of the things you're doing. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah you, 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 you can, the magic you're doing, yeah. You can unintentionally taint your own magic by not working on, on your, your inner energy yeah that's why like that's that's why we, we we wanted to address that is like just so people have the right conception of what richcraft is or why people are drawn to it and you know just 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 like offer like a more expansive view on the idea and after and like, like i said we're still gonna be dealing with witchcraft we're still gonna be talking about it, and i still love to learn about it and present more things but um just just so people aren't like caught in the weeds in the very beginning because i know what it's like 10 years ago delving into this crazy ocean of mystery and and being on the shore and dipping your toes in and hearing you know just seeing what society brings you at first sight just kind of like religions do just kind of like organizations do political any anything you, you you see the symbol first you see the, the 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 finger pointing but you don't know what it's pointing to and um yeah, just just wanted to clarify that for anybody you know who's who's drawn initially to witchcraft to make sure they're actually drawn to witchcraft for the right reasons, and that's all we want. We just want the best for you. So we're, that's why we're just that's why we're just kind of clarifying that quick. Yeah, and by best for you, we mean whatever you deem is best for yourself. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, one hundred percent. Encourage you to do that. Find what makes sense to you. Get involved and get dedicated. Did I tell you? You brought up journaling. Did I tell you what I did with my journal recently? Now what'd you do? So I was working on a little kitchen magic and yeah. I was doing it in the form of sushi <laughs> yeah. using, using specific ingredients and flavorings and whatnot to, you know, kind of fix my energy. Right. Yeah. So I had written down recipes that I'd come up with after researching various sushi and, and its recipes and whatnot. Um, and, uh, so I had gone to the grocery store with this book with my recipes in it went and bought all my stuff and and then i left my journal 
in the shopping cart. Oh my gosh, dude. So, somebody found an entire esoteric journal with sushi recipes in it. Wow. In a shopping cart. Dude, that's so that's so awesome, man. <laughs> right, give us one second. We're going to take one small break here because my son is being very demanding. And we're back. What's up, dudes? I had to change a diaper. <laughs> now <Nah>, then. <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of a, just kind of like an intro, kind of like speaking about like, you know, just clarifying things and, and uh, for certain people reaching out and just just kind of funny, couple, couple of funny stories and things like that. Yeah. Get this started. Yeah. So, so I mean, what's the title of the episode here? Where have we been, Mike? Oh my, oh my. Where haven't we where been? Have it? Yes. <laughs> where haven't we been? I was about to say that. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, me personally, I mean, we, we kind of align on certain things, at least in the, the first initial changes. Like me personally, um, I was in a very, very long term, significant relationship in my life um, for, for a long time and it impacted me very, very deeply on so many levels and uh, really ripped open a lot of parts of my psyche, my soul, everything, and, and um, really altered me in many ways. And I learned a lot about life. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about so many things. It was a crash course in life. And, um, yeah, so, like, when when we were first getting back together to record, um, I was still dealing with a lot of the aftermath of that. You know, you, you, you know, it's, th- th- those things always leave certain marks. You know, you, you learn a lot from those things. And it was one of the most intense part of my life, you know, in terms of negative things and positive things. And I'm not going to get too much into it. You know, it is what it is. Um, but... That was a uh, that that was a significant thing that that had changed in my life was uh was that coming back to myself um coming back to my own world like rediscovering who I am uh, healing from things um trying to figure out what had just happened you know and, and like I said I'm not gonna go too much in the depth on a lot of those th- those things for, for me myself personally but um that 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 was one thing that that happened for me and I I, I guess I guess I don't know if you just want to do this person but person to person in terms of updates or or go back and forth on things. I don't matter. But um, yeah, for me, I guess I'll just go down the run. You know, like uh, yeah, that 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 was a big that was a big significant change. And um, so and that entailed me in the summer somehow aligning with a really 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 good friend of mine that I used to know when I was younger. And uh, we ended up he was going through a lot of things at the same time. And um, me and CJ weren't really talking during this time. Like I said, we kind of got ripped the ripped apart for different reasons and uh, you know, just life, just cir- circumstances, nothing personal. And um. So and then, then during that summertime um, uh, of last year, uh, we were—I um, was constantly on this one trail, like constantly on this beautiful trail next to this creek with this friend, and we we would just be there all the time, walking it up like that, like the six-mile loop, and it's a beautiful area at this park, and um, nature and him helped heal me, helped heal me in a lot of ways and helped we, we grew a lot together and just being in nature like really 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 harmonically put a lot of things in my in my inner world together in a certain sense and so i, I rediscovered my my complete passion towards nature towards tra- trails towards just jumping in creeks just being in nature just just being out just being out in the world out in the sun and i've always loved these things these are a big part of my life but and also we played a lot of pokemon go Played a lot of Pokemon Go out there on the trail. That was a big thing I did in the summer too, off and on. So if any of you guys play Pokemon Go, hit me up. Send me your trainer code. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> it's the only game I play. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we were playing that. Um, and just a lot of trail time, healing time, growing time, rediscovering myself, rediscovering the world, coming back down to earth. You know, I had moved away from a lot of magical things for a long time, a lot of mystical things for a long time. 
even certain writings I moved away from for a long time just because it was a very, very, very different part of my life, um, very necessary part of my life. And um, so that pretty much comprised the entire summer. I discovered this band called Yama, Y-A-I-M-A, and they were a very, very amazing band that's kind of underground in a certain sense that is a very mystical kind of band, a nature-tuned band, and magical kind of oriented kind of band in a certain sense and that band was a big big deal in the summer i'm just naming things that were i you know just i'm just i'm just naming kind of the whole process and that was a really big part of my life for the entire summer leading up into the winter time now before that i was during that time i was collecting um, unemployment for a little bit because a certain job I was at, I was, I was working, I was working this, well, I was initially working at a place called Wawa, <laughs> unfortunately, and that pledge, I just couldn't do it anymore, and this was like years ago, I just couldn't do it anymore, and then I went to this warehouse job, which was paid great, everything was fine there, um, and that was where I did a lot of independent inner work, I listened to a lot of podcasts, a lot of music, I learned a lot about myself. I uh, healed from a lot of things. I was going through absolute hell in that place, and it was just me, the headphones, and just my world. And um, unfortunately, that place right there shut down. And that place shut down, I'd say, about half a year ago or a year ago or so at this point. And um, that's when I was collecting, and that's when I was in nature, doing that stuff in the trails. And um, yeah, so now I just picked up a, a flexible job at the moment, and now currently, I spent a lot of time recently on this. Um, is I'm making currently an exterior and interior house cleaning business that deals with power washing, you know, house cleaning, and just the entire interior house cleaning as well. So if anyone's in the Lehigh Valley area, <laughs> I might as well plug this here. Anyone's in the Lehigh Valley area or anything along those lines, um, that's that's what I'm doing, and that's what I've been up to. I might as well just throw it out there. Um, and so that's been a huge part of my life too, getting that situated, which is another reason why I don't have a lot of time to constantly dedicate to my, even my own hobbies or the podcast, you know, to be consistent every week. Um, and CJ will bring his side of the thing after all this and, and, um, what's been happening to him. And, um, you know, like also another big change was I was doing Quoria for a long time, as CJ had brought up earlier and by Josephine McCarthy. And although I do want to do that course eventually in life. You know, certain health issues and things always typically are in the past of taking me off of, of magical courses in which I would resume them whenever I would get better. And like my whole health, my health, health issues I deal with is a whole aside thing. So like in terms of insomnia and what causes it and the reasons and all those things. So like I, I, I get knocked off of courses sometimes where I can't be consistent in the practical work, the magical work, or the meditative work. So I got knocked out of Quoria. And I in the past, I used to do Kabbalah magic and the great work of self-transformation by uh, Christopher, I forget what the, his last name is, Christopher something. And then, off and on through my life, I've always been drawn to Initiation and Hermetics by Franz Barden. He's, uh, he was somebody who Hitler tried to um, get uh, to teach him magic. And, uh, but, he, but Barden was somebody of the light, and he did not want to give uh, Hitler any power whatsoever in terms of magic, because Hitler is big in the magic. I don't know if we talked about that. If not, we're definitely having an episode, not in the future. I think we have a episode planned to go yeah, over okay okay that's what it is hitler and yeah. like other villainous yes. players yeah with throughout the history stuff, right? who yeah. were involved in the occult so yeah so yeah like it was it's just an interesting aside on this course so like they, they eventually threw him in a concentration camp and he got out thankfully he got out of the camps i forget how but he, and, and then he wrote he was able to write these books out to the public and so it's initiation hermetics by franz barden f-r-a-n-z E-A-R-D-O-N. And I've always been drawn to that off and on. And I've always like wore it in my head, which one should I do, Quoria or IIH? And, you know, for short. And like, I, I, 
And like after being away from Quoria for a while, you know, my heart seemed to shift towards initiation hermetics. And although although Quoria is very uh, comprehensive and long, so is initiation hermetics. And um, initiation hermetics deals with the self right away. It deals with your, your your black your black soul mirror and your white soul mirror, and it deals with all the proper meditations in the beginning. And he's very very thorough, very very step by step. And it's and just I I want to be the focus of the magic in my inner world, you know, and and alchemy and all those things. And he deals with the whole you know the typical initiation paths dealing with the elements at first and the zodiacal signs and then the Kabbalah. And he deals with the entire inner and outer the entire scale just like a lot of pads do but it's, it's set up in a way that just calls to me the most and um so that's what i've been doing and i'm going slow with it i'm not trying to rush it it's a long 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 path just like quoria and at least i can just do the meditations every day and do the do do the the, the journal work and the the soul work and all those things and and it's 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 a, it's a very slow thing um, but that that's that's also a significant change in my life because quoria was a big deal for me for a long time and i was doing that one for a while um, yeah, aside from that, some minor things that I guess, I guess overall, um, it had been a transition from a lot of mystical things to the mundane. It seems as if, you know, before this, I was going through what I, what I call in one of my journals, like a trial of fire. And that dealt with like purification of my soul, my ego, um, going to the depths of my, uh, of, of my psyche, you know, things, the sufferings I've experienced in the last bunch of years, you know, like all the crazy things I've been through involving love and my own self and just everything. I, I, I just considered a trial, a trial of fire, a trial of the spirit, a trial of the passions, a trial of the soul. And, and, and just a trial of things needing to be burned away and brought to light. So I call it the trial of fire. And now it seems like I'm going through the trial of earth because, because now I'm being brought back down to the mundane. I'm, I'm, and now I'm, I'm forced with dealing with financial things in ways I haven't had to before. I'm dealing with you know creating the business, like I had mentioned. And I'm, I'm doing things that are completely just new to me. And I feel like, like almost like a different person I, than I was a couple of years ago in a certain sense. And it's a very interesting thing. And so now I'm calling it the trial of earth <laughs> because now I have to do a lot of earthly things. I'm forced into that area. Um, so that's just what I call it. And that, that I've been brought down to that. I've had to confront a lot of fears in recent times, a lot of fears I've, I've been holding off on, you know, just due to self-esteem issues or inferiority problems or this or that or whatever issues have plagued me in the past. Like a lot of people, I'm just honest about it. And, um, you know, just a lot of character strengthening things and just a lot of just a lot of reflective, a lot, a lot of reflective times, especially in nature. And, and uh, it was a very alchemical time in terms of the inner world. And also, lastly, uh, a, th a thing that I've been really, really heavily, heavily involved with for the last almost year and a half, give or take a few months um, due to injuries and due to some crazy things happening is jujitsu. I got heavy into jujitsu. Uh, I've been doing it for a year and three months. Uh, I had to take a break as I injured my arm in a freaking mosh pit. <laughs> I had this condition in my arm called uh, calcific bursitis, and it got so inflamed that they literally could not move my arm for three weeks. I had to work with it and everything, but I'm finally back to good. And I'll be returning soon. So what's up? <laughs> so yeah, jujitsu's been um, jujitsu's been a uh, a big part of my life. Currently a three stripe white belt, going for that blue, and uh, yeah, that that's that. Those are pretty much the, a lot of the changes that I've been going through a lot of updates for my life a lot of character updates a lot of path updates and uh right now it's just jujitsu working and working on the business and also incorporating all the other workout stuff i do you know the, the yoga stuff i do and also i fit in the magical path when i can through initiation hermetics and that's the update of where i'm at right now and now here i am doing the podcast and then we're gonna keep doing these topics and uh just learn and grow from there that's just my end so
That's where I've been. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't think. I don't think I, mine was super different than yours. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very similar. It sounds right. Very yeah. Interesting. Yeah, my uh, my 15 year relationship came to a crashing halt. Yeah. Ended very very suddenly. Um. <clears throat> Honestly, that was probably for the best, and I'm not mad that it happened. You know, when you get stuck into the the safety of the familiar, you know. Oh yeah, it's a dangerous, dangerous place. A special brand of miserable. You uh, get used to it, and you just don't see a way out. Right, right. You don't see a way out. Plus, like I said, there's a safety in the familiarity of knowing what's going on around you. And it's like, even though it was miserable, at least I knew what to expect day in and day out. Uh, fortunately, though, that we managed to have that come to an end. Uh, started a new relationship with an absolutely wonderful woman. Uh, with her to this day. We actually just got back from a trip to Alaska. That was a lot of fun. Uh, got to explore some of the, the metaphysical things out there with the tribes and learn a little bit about that. But you said there was a lot of that out there. Yeah, there was. There was quite a bit of the metaphysical going on out in Alaska. It was very interesting. Um, like even like the souvenir shops that weren't directly for metaphysics, they all had like an occult section in the back. It was, it was really neat. Um, but other than that, like that's pretty much an update on my love life, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it seems we're all shifting around the, in the area of the heart. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, so, you know, absolutely fantastic. I'm, I'm loving life right now. You know, there's still some more work to get done, some things that need to improve. Um, but for the first time in a very, very long time, I'm experiencing what happiness is like. Uh, which, honestly, when it comes to the inner workings and, and centering yourself and purifying yourself, experiencing what you can call happiness is, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, a, lot, a lot of my symptoms of anxiety and my clinical depression you know, I don't really deal with them very much anymore. And nowhere near in the capacity that I used to. Um, and it's really, uh, it's really helped improve uh, my thought processes and my clearer thinking and able to really dedicate myself into a lot of new things. Um, I started writing a book. I've been working on that. Uh, I started learning how to do spray paint art. And turns out I'm actually pretty good at that, too. Yeah, I second that. He's actually pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, really just going out, experiencing things, seeing life outside of the bubble that I was in, um, and just progressing forward. And unfortunately, I just I didn't have time for anything podcast-related. Um, a lot of people think, you know, we sit down in front of a microphone and then we just hit the upload button and call it a day. And admittedly, a lot of podcasts do do that. We yeah. don't. Um, what we bring to you guys uh, really requires time and research and thought. And well, there's a lot of pre-discussions that we end up having together, you know, before we even get in front of the microphone to really figure out what exactly we want to talk about and how we're going to present it. You know, that way we have this like clear, concise, you know, here's what we're talking about today. And this is what we want you to take away from it. And 
you know, that, that sort of dedication I just didn't have, well, I necessarily didn't have the time for, I didn't have the mental space for it. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff, you just really need to get right with yourself. And honestly, uh, a lot of the fan interaction, listener interaction, and the messages we were getting, and the new uh, Apple reviews and stuff, kind of really helped me, motivate me to get back into it. Uh, podcasting was something I loved. I loved it for a long time. I've been on several shows. Um, I had a fairly successful show for a long time there. Um, and honestly, Mystery Stone has been my all-time favorite project. Um, which is why we never canceled it. Like, we never took it down. We left everything active. Um, we still interact when, when we were sent messages. Because we never, we never intended for the show to end. We just had to walk away for a little while. You know, to really get back, uh, find ourselves again, you know, get our lives together and, and really think about what we had to get done out there. You know, and there's always more work to be done, but uh, here we are. Yeah, no, yeah, so it's, it's definitely, I think like CJ said, it was just like we both had to just deal with the darkness of certain aspects of life, just certain dark aspects of life because of the similar situations, but you know, it took us in different paths and. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, there's just a lot of changes on both of our ends. And, and, uh, like you said, never meant to stop it. We, I really appreciate the show a lot, you know, and it's just, like you said, it takes a lot of time. Sometimes I know more things about certain subjects than he does. Sometimes he knows more about certain subjects than I do. Sometimes he has to research a lot more research than I do. Sometimes I have to do a lot more research than he does. So, you know, like I, I typically know a little bit about all these topics or a lot about all these topics, but to actually fill in all the colors and have a really, really concise and clear like message for not only the viewers but for myself you know it takes a long time it takes a lot of planning it takes a lot of organizing and it takes a lot of integrating you know and to mix it to amalgamate that with all life experiences and things i've been through and witnessed and practiced and you know it's just i i want to i want this to be as, as high quality as possible given the circumstances which you know sometimes they're the best sometimes they're, they're not the greatest but it's i just i just want it to be as uh where we want it to be as 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 high quality as possible you know with, without you know killing ourselves over it you know what i mean <laughs> but still providing a, a you know a, a great entertaining and uh productive show so what well, that, that's that's what we're trying to get to back to now like we had said so um so yeah that's a that's an update on my part and, yeah um, have you had any like significant spiritual changes like where when i was at the lowest point of my low you know after my relationship ended um, I had an experience with, say, the Abrahamic God, you know, in an act of desperation, reached out, you know, in prayer. I guess, you know, a lot of people asked about, like, spell casting and stuff, and a lot of times your, your rituals and your ceremonies and your spell, you're praying in an aspect to some deity. You're, you're speaking to a deity, asking it for assistance. Yeah. You know, and in this case, I just interacted with the Abrahamic God, and received immediate results and not not to say like i'm i'm hardcore like bible thumping christian now because that's that's not the case but you know i am on that sort of yahweh train i guess more of like the mystical side not necessarily christian um because i didn't reach out i didn't call to jesus per se I, i just i called to god in itself and you know through a lot of like meditational and and philosophical thought and and really deep just considerations i came to a lot of conclusions you know that would go directly against what your typical abrahamic teachings 
would say like they're in the very against the esoteric they're very against magic in all its forms and at least in the later centuries they have been um where i don't think i don't think that that would be the case uh the argument was posed to me that like magic was something that man was never intended to have access to and in my thought process i was like well god is perfect right god does not make mistakes god is all powerful and omniscient and omnipotent so in order for all of that to be true you can't say we weren't meant to have access to it he accidentally gave us access to it that goes directly against everything you just said he is yeah, and they could say, like, in the Old Testament, in one specific book named Genesis in the Old Testament, you know, like, that the Nephilim, you know, provided mankind with the knowledge of magic and this and that, all these things. And at the end of the day, I mean, like I said, like, well, well, magic is such a, like, abstract concept that encapsulates and envelops so many things of life, from music to colors. Even looking at a color creates change. Looking at, listening to a sound creates change. Like, Life is magic itself. Like everything creates a subconscious, subtle change in ways we have no idea how. We we understand details psychologically how, but we don't understand the forces behind all these things and how they even operate together. Like everything is quote unquote magic because magic all it really is is affects an action that you can't explain. So it's like it's like either you're willing it or you're even you saying something to somebody creates a change and or how you're saying it, you know, or it, it's like so like it's it's just you know like yeah we we, we at the end of the day you, you could say like magic is is is, is in a room with a, a candle in a dark room and you're you're vibrating god names and visualizing things and then dealing with entities and all these things but at the end of the day you're you're you're, you're still using like sensory inputs on all assaults you know to create subconscious changes or or to, to affect the physical plane or this in, internal plane on some way and it's 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 just all you know it really it just so much depends on like what we're even talking about you know like I, I i'm not even sure people really even know what they mean you know uh, the mainstream like we talked about like shows magic in such a negative light but they're only showing the negative dark aspects in that in that in that arena and they're not showing the entire spectrum of the comp encapsulates and like it's just i don't know it's uh it's just uh, it's just it's, it's a clarification you know so that's just that's just how i view it though you know like so um but at the end of the day in terms of my internal uh i'd say spiritual changes you know like something i've always wanted to come through throughout life is love and um i've been uh battling like a lot of pain and like wounds and nervous system issues and like depression and anxiety all that stuff like you know cj's dealt with that stuff too and everyone battles with this stuff nowadays or like it's like everyone's messed up you know you know the world's a very very intimidating dark world right now there's a lot of crazy stuff going on, a lot of changes we never experienced and too much information to deal with you know and it's uh so one thing I've I've actively want to am, am trying to come to more than anything is is love above everything, and that doesn't mean like loving people who are horrible or no. Nah, I just mean like become love, just be internally harmonic, be, like have all my energies aligned, like clear up the disruptions in my psyche, the cognitive dissonances, dissonances balance the internal elements, you know, like just come to a feeling of love to where like it just when you're in that state and it heavily depends on your state of your nervous system too like your perceptions and how you handle things and how what the world feels like and how it what it brings you is drastically different than being in a negative state of like anger or like project projection or, or just using negativity as fuel which i do often you know a lot of people do it's a coping mechanism but 
it's like I just actively am trying to work on coming to love. Um, and that's, and like, I know that's looked down to, looked down on the society, especially if you're a guy, like, oh, you know, guys can't be emotional. They can't be this vulnerable, whatever. Well, I am is what it is. Call what it is. And, um, I just, I just, I just, I'm tired of suffering, man. I'm just fucking tired. I'm sorry. I'm just tired of suffering, you know, and, and it is what it is. And, um, I, I'm just tired of feeling just disharmonic and, and just, I'm just tired of being angry at the world and, and just bitter at things and i'm not like this all the time but like you know i'm consciously aware of how all these things affect me at all times of the day and where they come from or what my triggers are and um i just want to come to some type of inner peace or love and cultivate the inner garden of eden more than anything and more than ever before especially after all i've endured and been through in the last five six seven years and um so that's that's an active since you asked an active uh inner spiritual change it doesn't really necessarily well also the the course i'm taking is a massive spiritual direction um in terms of change a change in terms of spiritual direction but yeah that's that's probably the most significant for me man it's just i just want to come to some type of love some state of love just just be more accepting more loving more understanding and and just uh and just i don't know trying to try to be that way in this world and it's so 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 hard because as an empathic person or, or as a sensitive guy or feels a lot of intentions, intuitions, motives from other people, thoughts, who feels energies so deeply, you know, who just senses things really deeply. It is what it is. Like a lot of people are like that, but like, it's kind of a burden in a sense. It's kind of a double-edged sword, but um, dealing with that, it's really, really, really hard not to let the world affect you or not to let the world tear that garden of Eden down as soon as you build it up in your own time, you know? And, uh, I'm just trying to work to maintain that garden. Just, just trying to work to maintain it and take out the weeds and cultivate the garden just more and more and have it last longer, you know, because the world at any moment is just ready to, 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 to tear all that down, you know, especially in this world. If you're, if you're a person striving for the light, striving to grow, I mean, a lot of people are just there living, you know, just um they're just, they're just living lives that just aren't productive and they're not growing and the world's a dark place and everyone's oppressed and inflation all this stuff going on and everyone is just at each other's throats so that's um it's all that's that's why you, you kind of realize that to be a very genuine spiritual or loving person in this world or someone who like carries the quote-unquote light or whatever you want to call it i'm not saying you have to be a, this rainbow in the sky no I, i'm talking about like a healthy Way. like you have to be a warrior you have to carry a sword not literally but you, you have to have discernment you have to have wisdom and you have to know like who to help and who not to help and that's that's a balance that a lot of people really never get to you know and uh and just reclaiming you know your own authority over yourself and and just knowing how much to give and when and knowing what's happening around you and why and knowing people's intentions and just being cautious and being defensive in terms of your energy and uh that's a whole other playing field to navigate. So, and that's one I've navigated and a lot of people navigate their whole life. So it's just being more conscious of it and just trying the best. Like I said, just find some type of peace in this chaos, you know? <laughs> and, um, and yeah, just, just come to some more of, of feelings of love. Just, just a better, better internal state. So long winded, short story, long story, short, whatever, short story, long. That's, uh, that's pretty much, that's, that's, that's the spiritual changes for me. Yeah, man. So, yeah. I, you know, I 100% agree with what you're saying. L learning how to and, and becoming that, that state of love and that e being, being comfortable with your emotional state. You yeah. Know, and, and, and really just 
being an openly emotional person really allows you to eventually experience being love as well. You know, you really can't, unless you do all that, you really can't understand how to experience, you know, love in its purest form. Yeah, I think a lot of people are afraid to cry, too. Like, a lot of men, especially. Like, it's a shame. Like, a lot of people are afraid to cry. Like, me, I cry when I need to cry. If it needs to be every day, I'm crying every day. If I'm crying once a week, I'm crying once a week. If someone touches me in a movie or in a song or brings up a memory and I feel it's overtaking me, I just let it go. It is what it is, despite how people think, despite but despite what they tell you about what women want, <laughs> despite what they, society tells you how a man should be. And I'm not to say it doesn't affect you, not to say she shouldn't be that way or you should or shouldn't or whatever. I'm just saying just being more comfortable with be, just being expressing and being a human because society will tell you that you can't be a human no matter what gender you are. And uh, it's just, I, I really appreciate when men really start to open up and, and express their emotions, whether it be through crying, through this or that, because everyone just bottles all this stuff up under anger, you know, and just they, people get more bitter and more disconnected from themselves. And you can never, ever grow properly or do the proper shadow work, or you, you, you'll never be able to do breath work or anything important or move on from your, your, your battles, your hurdles, or change as a person unless you cry out some of your pain actively, consciously, and you let it metabolize. And so, like, I'm a big advocate for crying, especially for men. So you men out there, if you feel you need to cry, that's your first step to feeling better. I promise you. <laughs> so, yeah. so now you gotta let it's it out. A, yeah. like I, say. I, I cry at touching parts in the movies all the time. <laughs> movies, TV shows, and whatnot. If there's like a touching part going on, yeah, I'll be crying man, and like let it go, I'll man. see like the touching part coming, <laughs> and I'll look over and my girlfriend will be looking at me to see if I'm crying. Yeah, dude. Because, <laughs> She thinks it's cute. So you're gonna leave me? You're gonna leave me? <laughs> no, 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 no. She just she thinks it's cute. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if she's really I never really asked yeah. if she's experienced like another guy like who will just cry because something was touching. Yeah, I mean, you know? I, I, we're we're told a lot of them don't, you know, don't want to see it, don't want to hear it. So it is what it is. I understand that. But at the end of the day, like I gotta do what I gotta do. So it yeah. is what it is. <laughs> Hey, you know, I'm not it really, just you just gotta, you just gotta let it out. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame, but yeah, it's just, uh, just being real, just being real, just being authentic, and uh, that's something uh, I, I, I also internally strive for on a spiritual level. So. All right, but yeah, well, just uh, that feels like a good spot to really, you know, start coming to a close there. Just to reiterate on like our upload schedule, we don't really have one. We're gonna upload when we upload. Um, it's gonna. It'll be consistent in that we're not going to just up and disappear for three years again. Definitely not. <clears throat> Promise. But, Promise. Uh, but uh, it's not going to be like an every week thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strive to get at least two out a month. But, yeah, hey, you know, maybe you'll get four, five, yeah, six. Yeah, it really depends on what's what, going yeah, Whatever on. we have time to do. This literally comes down to time. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, well, shoot, there was something else I wanted to just, Oh yeah, we have uh, we have two other episodes already recorded. I'm not a hundred percent on when I'm going to release those. Uh, might make you wait a little bit. Uh, you guys have been waiting long enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, th- 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 those are some that we had done when we first linked back up uh, months ago, a couple months ago to do it again. Mm-hmm. But then anyway, but yeah, one we, of them is very very personal to Mike specifically, yeah, yeah. and then the other one we're really going to touch on of the ego and like what is the ego and and why is it such a big deal within the world of the esoteric 
Yep, and some future, uh, some future, some future topics that we'll be doing. Uh, what I'm especially looking forward to is on Carl Jung, mm-hmm. who is like some is is one of the most admired people in my life. I I, I uh, his work, his his mind, his works. I uh, I appreciate them more than most, and um, so that he he's been someone I've I've really looked up to in terms of a spiritual father in a certain sense. Not like that, but like you know, his, his he has a lot of unbelievable wisdom knowledge and ideas you know um regardless of, of truth or not and uh, so we'll be doing an episode on him coming up eventually and uh of course witchcraft is a, is a topic too the whole thing involving hitler and the occult and many many other topics involving the pyramids and so many other things so those are just a few 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 little things that we had planned you know we don't have the whole list in front of us well this season so, we're even going to be touching a little bit on those conspiracy theories that we promised way yeah, back at the beginning yeah, of season one yep i'm really looking forward to discussing bohemian grove which we kind of alluded to earlier in this episode uh and uh angel hierarchy because you know just reading reading the bible basically a lot of people they put a lot of some things like archangels and realistically within the angel hierarchy archangels aren't even that powerful yeah, you have like the Ophanim, the Seraphim, all these things, how crazy they look and all this yeah. stuff. And also these angels are used in a, a lot of high magic, so it can kind of come full circle with, with the origins of some of these things and what they originally meant or how they're implemented to actual magic. Mm. And then, of course, we're going to mix in a couple episodes of uh, tutorials as requested. Uh, actually, if you guys have any tutorials you'd specifically like, um, just shout out to us mystery.stone.podcast at gmail.com join the facebook group hit us up on instagram mike what is that instagram so my personal instagram which i will be more active on now i'm sorry for the delayed responses and things reaching out you know it's it's been crazy it's just been crazy so my personal instagram is the dot omniscient dot void um it has like a it has like a, a blue and yellow yellow kind of sun logo on it just in case there's new listeners and um the mystery stone instagram which is i'm less active on but i take care of those two is um mystery.stone.podcast and uh so that's instagram in terms of facebook i think you have the uh the facebook aspect going on yep i, I take care of the facebook and i'm also on twitter i can't remember my handle it'll be in the description Cause I'm not on there very much. <laughs> yep, yep, coming back, coming back. I think it's Mystery Stone Pod. I think is what I have my my Twitter as. Um. So yeah, any questions or any anything you guys have? You know, like I said, when I have the time, I'm definitely always there. And any questions, any ideas, anything that resonated, and, and any feedback, you know, feel free at any time. Anytime, we, we we welcome we welcome it all. Yeah, and once again, we're happy to be back. We're so happy and grateful for all the support we've been provided while we were gone. Um, I think we missed you guys as much as y'all missed us. And we're looking forward to continuing down season two of the Mystery Stone podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Blessed be. All right. Thanks, guys.